broadcast today for doing Christ's name pray. Amen. And check seven. Hey! Tip hey. has got the microphone. I appreciate you guys for rocking with us. Another edition of the Brothers of Light. Mm-hmm. Brothers of Legacy. Purpose for forever. Too many shows. Too many shows. Obviously. Welcome. Uh, make sure you share. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Um, we're going to have a great conversation today. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we're good. Um, so today we're talking about uh, taking your spouse for granted, taking the spouse for granted. All right, so we'll drop this intro real quick and we'll be right back in like uh, a few seconds, a few minutes. Um, and we're gonna have a great conversation. So this is your opportunity to share as well. So if you're watching this on replay, uh, make sure you share and put in the comments. I'm watching on replay. Absolutely. Welcome to this week's edition of Purpose for Forever. <laughs> we are Samantha and Anthony Walker. We are on every Monday at 8 p.m. And uh, we share our marital journey. Yes. And discuss all things marriage and family. So this week, Um, My conversation started with kind of talking about communication Mm -hmm. and um, communication is so big and so important in a relationship that it encompasses a whole lot. After several minutes of talking about it, um, I kind of just determined that a lot of the issues with communication is that we take each other for granted. We take for granted that our spouse, our significant other, is just supposed to understand how we feel. We take for granted that whatever I'm experiencing in the moment is just what I'm experiencing. You know, I'm having a bad day. I need some time. Um, We often don't consider how whatever we're experiencing or whatever kind of day we're having um, we, we don't always consider how that affects our spouse. Right. So, of course, we know there's lots of large, big ways we can take each other for granted. But sometimes, as my husband says a lot, you know, it's the small things. It's the little things that we do that we take for granted right. um, that in turn can snowball or create... Um, disconnection, create, you know, ups and downs in a relationship. So tonight we're going to kind of talk about a few of them. Um, I did a little bit of Googling, just a little bit. 
and I found a quiz. And so we're going to kind of go through some of the questions and discuss it okay. as well as continuing to share our experience um, as far as, you know, coming into the realization that even we ourselves do sometimes take each other for granted. Unintentionally so, but we do it. Right. All right. You want to say something for Um. No, I'm ready. We're talking about yeah. We're talking about taking each other for granted. Okay, so I'm. Oh, okay. Excuse me. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't do that right. Um. So I'm going. It's ten questions. All right. I'm going to ask you. Okay. First. All right. And you're going to answer based on your behavior. Okay. I'm going to try not to interject or not to <laughs> um, answer the question for him. I'm going to allow him to answer it. Okay. And hopefully he's going to be extremely honest. Listen, if you're watching, I want you to be listening to these questions as well. I'm not going to tell you to ask your spouse. I don't want to create... <laughs> No issues in nobody's house. But I want you to think about answering these questions for yourself. Like, are you doing these things? Where do you stand on these issues? Because the reality is you cannot fix or adjust anyone else's behavior. You can only change yourself. So there may be some areas in which you need to come up mm-hmm. or you need to do better. Right. Um, as far as maybe taking your spouse for granted, and then hopefully, the hope is the prayer is that your spouse, at at the same time while you're self examining, that they're doing the same thing, right? All right, so the first question, Anthony Walker, yes, indeed, I'm listening. How, how, how often Uh do you express gratitude? Mm. A, when your partner deserves it, or B, not usually. How often do you express gratitude? Now, of course, again, because we are talking about relationships, all of these questions are going to be in terms of your significant other. How often, oh, that's what I put for. How often do you express gratitude um, um, so to your partner? When they deserve it or... When they deserve it, which is A, or B, not usually. Um, gratitude. Do, 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 right, I'm going to go with not usually. I don't think I do enough. Okay, so I just want y'all to know he's gonna try to. Oh, I, you know, he's gonna be Mr. Super AD right now. So, oh, question, it's all right. Like, question two. I don't like this. I don't like it. Have you ever accused no. your partner okay. of overreacting, being unreasonable, or ridiculous? <laughs> A, never. B, yeah, but I didn't like it. I guess you didn't you didn't like having to do it, I guess. That would be I guess be I can't say never. I don't know if I because I don't remember a time, but I won't say ne- I can't say never. Okay. I'm not I'm not saying there's a right or a wrong. No, 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 no. I need at least one more. No. 
A or B? Or two more. Like, a or fine, B? A, fine, A. All right. Question three. Does a phone a friend? No. Do you make plans for special occasions? No. A, of course, or B, rarely? Rarely. Well, at least that's a little adjustment. Okay. Four. Do you feel... No, because the questions are made for you to answer. But okay. because I'm reading them to you, uh -huh. I'm trying to read it in a way that makes sense for you to answer it. Okay. Um, do you make your partner feel invisible? A, no. It's the opposite. Or B, slightly yes. I'm for, oh, she said I'm asking for me and Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Don't right, worry, I'm going to answer. Yes. You got to say slightly yes. yes. Okay. Five. Does. Oh, it's the opposite. Okay, go ahead, though. I'm sorry. Do you hold grudges against your partner? This is five. A, not that I know of, or B, yes, I bring up all their past mistakes. Like, no, not that I know. I don't okay. know. I don't feel like Okay, I'm so I feel like you feel like you're in the hot seat. No, no. So no. I'm going to let you oh. do six to ten. Okay. You can ask me. All right. And I'm going to answer those. All right. You ready? Absolutely. How often? Okay, so. You have to read it. You see? Because oh. I was supposed to be reading it like you were saying. Okay. How often? <laughs> right. Because, listen, let me look at how you. Does, Maybe I should have does your partner hold grudges? Okay. Did you ask that? I hold grudges? six. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm trying to see how you read it. All right. How often do you say that you love me? That they love that you love me? Okay. A, every now and then. B, I'm not sure about the last time. C, all the time. There is no C. It's, it's a C now. No, see, I had to play it right. A. Every That's now two and stupid then. answers. Neither one of those is right. Okay, but I'm just it's okay. So I answered fine. Every now and again, and it's about to get less. You keep it up. Come on. Next this question. Is, this is how questions. I didn't write the question. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Do we ever discuss future plans? A. <laughs> Look, that's right. Right, absolutely. No, you got two little funky answers. You need to figure out how to navigate them. Dr. Rollins said, yeah, that's how I'm playing too, Sam. Right. I can write my own story. No. no. She, she said, what? <laughs> Five is A, six is A, Sam, stop rolling your eyes. <laughs> Most of the time, B, no, never. A, okay. most of the time. All right. You got ready now, right? Oh, well, I don't know. I didn't like the first question, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have you 
Okay, so have you ever changed that habit for me? Yes. Yes. Or <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Several. <laughs> all the time. Most of them. Really, most of them. I'm sorry, rolling my eyes again, right? What was what was all of them? <laughs> what was is that yes was a? No. a? Yes, a, yes. A, okay. a was yes. Yes. Okay. Um do you ever inform me that you're leaving, that you're arriving home late? A, yes, always B sometimes. A. Okay. I'm trying to say I'm lying. All right, last question. Come on, so then we can talk about them. Oh. <laughs> oh, what would you do if I arrived home late? Oh, A, prepare dinner, wait for me. B, not a matter of concern. Oh, <laughs> that's like a none of the above. I mean, dinner is prepared. A? I'm gonna go with B. It's okay. really not no, a no, matter no, of concern. I mean, yeah. not like that. <laughs> Listen, not like that. We're gonna go with B. I see how you, you find it. You did it. I'm done. All right. You, well, that was 10, right? Yeah. So, okay. So, we're gonna go from the top and then just discuss the questions okay. and maybe just form them in a way that they make a little more sense. Okay. Because, again, I just Google something really quick, but I really kind of want to talk about it because it is in the little things. I mean, even the last one, like what, what would your partner do if you arrived home late? Like, or you know what? The better one is, um, does your partner inform you if they will be arriving home late? Like something that small can make all the difference because um, if I take for granted the fact that, you know, I'll get home when I get home, right. I'm grown. Right. I don't have to call him. I tell him I was going somewhere. Right. He know I'm coming back. And sometimes we don't relay what time we'll be back. We don't um, see the importance in just being accountable to one another. Right. And kind of that's what it is. Like me telling him I'm going to be late does not make me any less of a grown woman. Right. It does not make me any less in control of my own life. Um, but it is kind of taken for granted the fact that maybe he would be waiting for me. Right. Um, and it's funny, like the language, right? So I'm in a Facebook business group and someone asked that question when you're like, when you're going out, do you check in with your wife? You know, um, and I guess because check in for some households have been like when you grew up, as you grow up, you know, you check in with your parents, check in with your mom, dad before you go somewhere. So some guys like, whoa, I don't check in, but I do let my wife know where I'm going. <laughs> you know, like it's still the it's still the same thing. But it's it's I think people get so caught up in, like you're saying, what it sounds like. Like you're saying, not that I have to, but it's like a respect thing. It's it's we're married, we should know where, especially when we're out and I'm home. You know, especially, and it's getting late, like something may happen, you know, so I know where to look, where to go, or if you need help or something, I have an idea of what happened either way, because I do the same for her, you know, like I'm coming home like, hey, babe, I'm coming home late, I'm, I'm stuck, you know, I'm out a little longer, whatever's happening, what's going on, hey, it's crazy traffic, especially here in Atlanta, the highway shut down, um, but yeah, I think it's, it's, it's just 
it's a marriage thing. I, I feel like it's just the way a way of communication. So we always know who's doing what and what's going on. Um, so it's important. Okay, this was this one was kind of important to me. Has your partner ever changed habit for you? Have you ever told your spouse <laughs> that you don't like something? And their response is, "Well, I've always done it this way." I've all, I've been doing it this way. You know, this is the way that I do it. Like, and then if the answer to that is yes, how does that make you feel in that moment? Because something that small, again, that's like a small way that you're taking your spouse for granted. Like if I say that I don't like it or I'm uncomfortable with it, or I wish you wouldn't, as the person that loves me, right? Like, I feel like you have... Um, you have a responsibility to, to the best of your ability, you know, try to make it right, try to make me comfortable. You know, like you, I'm never going to be able to, I don't know, I guess kind of meet his needs perfectly. Right. Like, because I'm not perfect. Like there's always going to be areas where maybe I don't make the bar or whatever, but I feel like a little effort goes a long way. Like when we talk about taking somebody for granted, it's like, okay, we love each other. We plan to be together forever, right? You say forever. Till death do us part. So in, in, in essence, that's forever. Because when you die, it's over. There's no more ever for you. That, that four is just over. So when you talk about um, somebody being connected to you and growing old with you and loving you, you want to know that that person also cares enough about the things that you don't like. Like, I get it. You know, you know, I like this. You know, I like chocolate and bring it home. You know, I like to go shopping. So you, you, you make sure I have money. You know, I like to get my hair done. So you pay for that. But um, don't take for granted the things that I don't like. You know, be as vigilant about those things as well. I don't like this. Okay, so maybe I can modify it. Fine. Maybe you grew up in a house where, you know, raising your voice or talking loud. Is a normal thing. Right. Maybe for your spouse, it's like, you know, we don't really talk like that at my house. Right. You know, we have more of an even tone. Right. Um, you know, making sure we don't take each other for granted sometimes is more about listening right. and hearing what you need in that moment. It can't, you know, be about what I, I'm right. Like, this is how I grew up. Right. This is how my mama talked to my daddy. You know, it, it kind of has to be about you and them. The things that that's going to create longevity in your relationship. Um, the small things, like we always talk about it's the small foxes that's falling by. It's the little things, um, you know, that can become big. Yeah, definitely. I think um, when it comes to habits and the things that, you know, you don't like. And we always talk about communication. Why are we getting smaller? I don't mean. I'm not. <laughs> you are. I'm not. <laughs> um, so it's all about the adjustment, but I think you know adjustment should always, you know, come with conversation and understanding. Um, and you know, like you're adjusting for the for the for the health of your relationship, but you know, I don't know. It's like that 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 line of. Adjusting who you are um, for your relationship 
and then becoming something that you're not for the relationship. You know, um, getting better, like um, if you're in a relationship, you know, and your wife like corrects you on your grammar, you know, how you speak or how you talk, or you know, like certain certain little things. Just and you know, it's for a greater good. You know, it's like, hey, you know, maybe you know your meetings will come out will be more will, will come out me more, <laughs> a little more positive if you know you just kind of you know shift some of some of the language or shift how you say certain things. I don't know. But I'm just saying like I got you. the main thing is is you know and and it's so and then, and I feel like you just told me it's like a fine line because I don't I don't want my wife to become somebody else. You know isn't that like evolution though? Like actually and that's fine. I mean I'm not long this, as it's comfortable in your space. Yeah but change isn't really comfortable. Like when you talk about changing and evolving and maturing right. and growing up, a lot of times those aren't comfortable spaces. They're necessary spaces. Right. So I think sometimes um we can't always focus on being comfortable. Like, that's what I mean. Like, if I'm going to put what makes me comfortable above the relationship all the time, I'm taking for granted that you're just going to keep going along with it, that you're just going to accept the fact that I'm the only one comfortable. I guess you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. If it's something that makes me uncomfortable or makes, you know, like you're saying when it comes to those kind of changes. I'm just saying in general, like yeah. you said, you don't want your spouse to become something else, like somebody something. else. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, like, okay. So when we first when we was, you know, we getting together, been together for a while, and I don't know because Sam sees things differently. You know, <laughs> I'm let's just keep it real. Everyone know she sees things differently in it, but it helps. I feel attacked. Go ahead. <laughs> So, so there were moments that I want her to like just join in with the women groups, you know, just hang out with the women, you know. And it was always just like she, it was always reached like, like feeling it, you know. There's, there's just, and over time I had to realize, you know, certain, certain accepting behavior just is not going to work. It's interesting, <laughs> so, you know. They always come out, you know. They wait for the negative. No, what's up, Jason? What's up, man? How's it going? Oh, but <laughs> it's, you know, but I didn't want her, but I had to realize, you know, there was a, you know, specific characteristic, the things that she liked and things that she didn't, that she didn't like. There was things that she just wasn't going to be quiet on. Like, you know, some spaces just naturally things happen and they just let it slide. And she's just not that person. And had she just, all right, baby, I'm going to do what you want me to do. And she would literally be something that she's not. You know what I'm saying? She'd be in the space, you know, and I wouldn't, I would miss out on on her growth, on her being becoming more. Right. So basically he's saying he was taking me for granted. That's what right. he was saying. He wanted me right. to conform to what was going to make him comfortable. Right. Instead of allowing me to, you know be confident in who I am and who God has called me to be. Right. And that's what, that's what I'm talking about. You becoming something that you're not. Yeah. You know. I, I get that part. But I'm talking about things, you know, like change and evolution and maturing. Like, 
even with all that being said, I'm not the same 19-year-old girl, you know, that I was when we started dating. Yes, you know, like there's certain things about my character that at least Jess can tell you that has not changed <laughs> since probably I was 10 years old. Right. Um, but at the same time, I have matured and evolved and learned how to smooth out um, some of my edges right. and given up some of my habits of, right. you know, reacting on a dime. Right. Right. Um, and some of it was because I became your wife. Um, because the reality is being married to somebody else, you know, that behavior might have worked. Right. That behavior might ha not have caused issues or ripples. You know, that behavior might have been applauded being married to somebody else, but being married to you, um, you know, and the path that our relationship has taken, some of those habits had to be changed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I go, you know, even both ways. Um, just even some, like, she's helped me with a lot of my presentations, you know, even, you know, the, the follow-ups, to staying connected, because you know I, I was pretty good with the making initial connections. It was just maintaining those connections was was my struggle, you know. Um, so she was hitting with the reminder. So now it's like it's like almost here and there. Like, oh man, I need to check up on. I need to make sure this is you know. So that was part of my evolution that she helped me, you know, become better at. So I think, and it's not like it's making me somebody I'm not. It's improving in what I do. Um, also, you know, there are progressions and spaces that, you know, you may see your spouse going to, but you can't force them to get there sooner than that they're ready. And I had to learn that a whole lot, you know, because um, I can see Sam in certain spaces, but I can't make her get there, you know, until right. she was ready to get there. Um, even like here, you know, it just it just takes time. You know, you have to be it's the patience it's the you know, and, and just, just patience and prayer, you know, and then you can't, you can't have, you can't put your vision on somebody else. Right. You Don't take for granted else. that everything you got in your head right. <laughs> applies to the both of you. Right, right. Because, and, and maybe biblically I'm wrong, and if there's some biblical <laughs> scholars that get a piece of this, hey, by all means, you're welcome to send me the scripture, and we can discuss it. But I don't believe that um, everything that he thinks or every idea that he has, right? Um, right he said, <laughs> I can get you to the water, right. but I can't make you drink. Right. I don't believe that everything that he gets strictly pertains to the both of us. Mm -hmm. I think that there are some paths and some journeys that he has to take on his own for the betterment of him, um, for the obedience of him. Yes, I, I'm like in the support role. Like, you know, I'm there to have his back, but I don't believe. And again, I could be wrong. This is just me. I don't believe that everything um, has to be something that fully involves me. I believe that, yes, I should be supportive as much as I can be and helpful, but I don't believe, I think that, you know, as much as your life is connected, there still are some things that are specific to me as a person 
for everything that God has called me to. Now, I don't, I, but I don't believe that it should be contrary. Like, I don't feel like, you know, God, this is just the first thing that came to mind. Like God called him to be a pastor and he called me to be a rapper. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't believe like, yeah, no, I don't believe like, you know, those paths should be so contrary where they're competing right. um, against each other. I think that our relationship is kind should be kind of like a well-oiled machine. You know, my parts meet his parts and they work together. Right. Um, and eventually, the more time you put in it, the more work you put into the machine, they work together seamlessly. Like he said, I'm good at the staying connected and the keeping, you know, keeping communication right. and um, keeping people engaged. I am not good, though, with the initial contact. <laughs> It, I don't know how that works, but it's just weird. Yeah, like yeah, I right. can see you every day for weeks and I may say hi, but that's about all you're going to right. get is right. hi. Right. And to be honest, hi is a lot. I've gotten better with, hey, how you doing? But I'm moving fast because I really <laughs> am struggling. Right. Um, but once he makes the connection, yeah. I'm good with the staying connected. Right. It's like we work well together. Um, you know, what he has and what I have, when we put it together, right. you know, it just works. And I think that that's something to always consider. Like, I am not the same as him. Yeah. I bring something different to the table. Right. But what I bring is just as valuable as what he brings. Right. And when we put them together, they should be able to work in unison. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. This says, do you and your partner ever discuss future plans? For me, this is a big thing. Like, you know, we know biblically the man is the head of the household, um, you know, and he covers and all that. And I understand and I respect that. But as the cover, as the head, he has to have vision. Like you have to be able to see something more than payday for the household. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's important that um, you talk about more than what's going to happen for the week. Right. Right. Um, you know, talking about future plans, it to me, it symbolizes that you see us in the future still together, still thriving, right. still living. Right. It signifies, you know, that I'm really serious about my role in this family and where I want it to go. For me, um, the future conversations, future plans are extremely important. It teaches your children how to look forward, you know, and not be so focused with the past. Right. Not And also not to get so caught up in the right now. Right. Um, you know, to kind of be forward thinkers, yep. to realize that progress is important. Yeah. Um, also how to thrive. Right. You know, how to look forward to things, how to accomplish a goal. Right. If you can't even set the goal, right. you'll never accomplish it. Yeah, definitely um, setting the vision and, and talking about it, discussing it, even as you're traveling and your purpose and then part, what parts of the process are we in, you know, um, and not getting too caught up in the struggle part, you know, because that can happen. You get so focused on the difficulties, it's hard to move forward. 
Um, but yeah, definitely having those conversations. Okay, you want to ask? Me? No, I okay. Was, I was, oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, we have those. We have honestly like more of those conversations. Um, probably like last year or so, just kind of discussing where we at, where we're going, when things shift. Like, okay, what's the next step? Where we're moving to? You know, and how we're gonna move forward. And you know, it gets challenging sometimes because challenges happen. It's like, okay, we had the vehicle to get there, but you know, we're kind of in a bump. We're in a little bit of a slump right now, but it's it's constantly talking. Um, and we, you know, we've had <laughs> the conversation about the weight, you know, that we that we carry, having those, and trying to have the open conversations about that. Um, but yeah, we'll get into that one. But um, but yeah, definitely having a vision and discussing where you're going is is very important. I, you know, very very important. Um, so that we're both on the same page. Right. And the discussion is a discussion. Yeah. Like he's not just telling me we're going to do this. We're yeah. doing that. Yeah. You know, it's about um, understanding. And again, not taking for granted that the same way God speaks and deal with him, like he speaks and deals with me. Um, again, I don't think they should be contrary. Like, I, I really think that, you know, God does everything decently and in order. So I don't think you should have two total opposite visions, you know, that you're both getting from God. That again, that's my personal whatever. Um, but him valuing my opinion, yes. him valuing the, you know, the the um the response of my prayers, him valuing the things that I I, I feel and that I hear, that's important. Um, to be able to reach the future. Because right. if you can't hear me, it'll get to the point where I stop talking. And that's for everyone. If you don't value what your spouse is saying or value their opinion or value um, what they hear or what they say, then it gets to the point where communication becomes less and less, yep. which makes it harder <clears throat> to get to the future. Right. Um, this says, does your partner hold grudges against you? Uh, the holding grudges, like you know, I know some people that give me that all week, and so and I'm not gonna lie, like I I used to be like that too, and and like I get mad and I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk because I don't want to say something that you know I can't take back. Sometimes you say things that you should not say, and all the sorries in the world cannot fix it. So I've learned when I get upset, I don't say, I try not to say too much. Like when I'm really upset, that's when I'm quiet because I don't want to say things that I shouldn't. But holding a grudge, you mad all week long. Right. You mad for 12 days, right. you know, and you just, I'm still mad. Mm -mm, I'm mad. Yeah. Like yeah. when you think about 12 days and yeah. how many hours that is in the day, and how many missed opportunities, right. how many times you both have walked out of the door with no promise right. of coming right. back, right. how long your children have watched the two of you, yeah. you know, be in opposite rooms in the house and walking past each other, you know, like this, you, right. Right. you don't want to be nowhere near each other. So when I think about that, you know, and it comes to holding grudges, we take for granted, I don't got to speak to him. I'll talk to him in three days when I, when I feel like it. You know, we take for granted the fact that in three days, that person's still going to be there. Right. 
in three days, they're still going to love you. And yeah, maybe people shouldn't not love you that quick. But you never know what, what that three days of silence can trigger Definitely. in your partner. Yeah. You never know how many times you can ignore your spouse. And I'm talking from a woman's point of view because all I've ever been is a woman. So you never know how many times I'm not going to make him lunch right. all week. And he go to lunch and, and go to work and Sally want to share her salad, her sandwich, you know, right. with him. Because, oh, your wife didn't make you lunch. You know, we laugh about it, but stuff like that happens. And it's like we create that little crack right. like that we allow to come in because we're holding a grudge. You know, we take for granted that tomorrow... You know, or next week when I feel like talking to him or well, whatever, he didn't like my meatloaf yesterday, so I won't cook for two weeks. Right. I'll show him. You know, we take for granted that in two weeks when you pick up a pot again, he's going to be interested. Or, you know, when you start talking again, they're going to want to hear you. We take a lot for granted. Um, COVID should have taught everybody. Right. The way people was just, you jump somebody on Monday, on Wednesday, they're gone. Right. Um, and to be honest, we say that all the time. No man knows the day or the hour. You know, when it's your time, it's your time. Tomorrow's not promise. We say all that stuff. But when you hold a grudge, right. it's like you act like you got some insider information. Right. Holding right. a grudge is like, I know something that you don't know. Right. I know you'll be here next week when I feel like talking to you. I know you're going to love me no matter how I treat you. Right, right. Like, that's what happens when you hold a grudge yeah. against your spouse. I know you're going to love me when I get around to right. doing whatever it is. Right. Uh, I know you're going to deal with this. You know, that is the biggest way. You don't want to come right. right. That is the biggest way, right. you know, to take somebody for granted. Yeah. Is that I'm, I'm going to hold a grudge. Right. I'm going to be upset. And I'm not saying you can't get upset. We're all human. Right. You get angry. Like right. it, it happens. No matter how hard you try, there's going to be something that may ruffle your feathers. Yeah. feathers. But holding a grudge, holding on to it, you know, you're sitting there looking at resentment. He eating chicken and you <laughs> silently hoping he choke <laughs> off the bone. <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> like he's sleeping and you want to give him the big marshmallow. <laughs> like all those things, you know because you're upset and we right. take for granted that we got some insider information that God yeah. told us to whisper oh you could be mad call them next month <laughs> like how many times have we had relatives right. that we're angry at yeah. and like oh I'm gonna talk to him I was going by myself you know or whatever it is so holding a grudge is is so terrible and we do it now I'm gonna say we because I I have been guilty of that the silent treatment yeah. All I'm saying is the necessary stuff. So he could ask me a question. Do you want, if I could answer A, that's all he going to get is A. And, and even while I'm saying it now, I realize like how dumb that was. But I have done it plenty of times. So I'm not going to act like it's not something um, that I have done. I have taken him for granted several times in that area where I'm just gonna do this until I don't feel like doing this no more. Right. And nope, I didn't have no insider information. Nope, I didn't know. I didn't even know if I was gonna wake up tomorrow. Right. right. But yeah. I did it anyway. I think that grudge and being angry and not talking is, is 
it's detrimental to your relationship. It's it places a lot of damage every time you do it. Um, and then it prolongs the good times together. You know, you don't you're not enjoying yourself. You can't enjoy your week, you can't have a good time, you can't enjoy a moment, you know. Child does something great. You can't enjoy it together because you're too busy being mad. Right. I'm like, like, oh, good job. Good job, Junior. Right. You go ten dollars. Right. <laughs> go tell your mama what you did. Today. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So definitely, it's it's honestly not worth it. I mean, you know, granted, some things happen and it's hard to kind of get over it or get by it or get through it. But we have to have the conversations or do something. You know, you don't want to sit on that stuff. You know, make a decision, move forward. Let's go. Let's just, you know, vent. Let's get it out and then move forward. Um, so don't don't sit on it. Don't sit on it. All right, what's next? Okay, so the how often does your partner express gratitude? Now, I think this is probably one of the biggest ways that we take each other for granted. And I was telling him, like, this was part of the conversation we was having. And I told him, I said, um, you know, men... Get ahead and y'all go to work and y'all make the money. And yes, y'all make sure all the money is there to cover, you know, uh, whatever the needs are financially for the house. But I feel like then that's this is where the take for granted come in because she handled the bills. She pay everything you take for granted when you come home and flip the light that she done paid the bill. You take for granted, you know, that school is coming up, that she's gone shopping for the kids. Like all the things you don't do, and this goes on both sides, all the things that you don't do and that your spouse does that keeps your house running, keep your life moving. When you get a call on the cell phone, picking it up, being able to um, send a text, just because you make the money doesn't mean that she has to pay the bills. Yeah, she should. Right. But it doesn't always happen, right. you know. So I think we we all take each other for granted in that area. The things that you do, fine. I'm a man. I go to work. I make the money. I, I make sure that you got money for this. I make sure you got. And then everything else that she does, you don't think about that. When you come home, if she's the cooker and there's a meal in there, you expect that meal. You take for granted that. Well, she cook on Monday, Tuesday, you know, from Monday to Friday, right. she need to have dinner in the microwave. You take for granted when you come home, that dinner is going to be in the microwave. Right. You get, you know, it, it becomes so expected or yeah. so usual that sometimes we don't even say thank you anymore. Right. Right. We don't even say, oh, babe, I like when you make this right. or even I don't like right. this. I mean, that still shows that I'm, I'm attentive to, oh, you tried something new. Yeah, I, I don't really like that. Um, we just take for granted that those things are going to happen. Yeah. And that, again, this is on both sides. You know, the, the things that we're used to, you know, women, like if your husband is the one that put gas in the car, you know what, when you, you don't even think about it. And, and it's bad because I've gotten to the point where I don't even think about gas right. in my car. Right. So some mornings when I'm leaving and it's still dark yeah. and I get down the street and there's no gas in my car, I am mad <laughs> and I'm mad at him right. because he did not do it. Yeah. But then on the flip side, I have to think when's the last time I said, thanks for making sure I had gas, right. something that small. When's the last time that I really appreciated right. the fact 
that I don't have to get gas right. at dark in the morning. Right. Yeah. And I know be like, well, that's that's dumb. He put gas in the car. Like, that's what he do. Yeah. But it doesn't hurt to appreciate. Yeah. It doesn't hurt to um, make notice of it. Right. Everybody likes to be acknowledged, even if it's not... And maybe you don't like to be acknowledged by a crowd. Right. But, you know, to hear your wife say, oh, baby, that was great. Right. Thank you. You know, I, I like that you did that. All those things, you know, they make a difference. Definitely. That's like adding, you know, keeping the fire hot. That right. adds wood right. to your relationship fire. It's like throwing some wood in there, keeping the fire burning. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, being, <laughs> we do take for granted. I'm, I'm going to keep it real. You know, my wife, if you guys know her, she likes to cook. She cooks quite a bit, a lot. And there have been times, like, either she's not feeling good or, you know, like, she just, she's out of it, you know, like, and she's like, I didn't, I didn't cook, you know, I have to be like, oh, you know, it's like the other side, like, realize she said she wasn't feeling good, right? Remember that? It was just, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to figure it out, but it's, but it's, it's sometimes you, you don't realize it until it's not there. Right. You have those moments, you're like, all right, we're going to figure this out. You know, am I going to do my go-to? <laughs> so it's, um, you know, we have to we have to get into a space where uh, we said real talk uh, that really works in dating also. <laughs> and I take very noticeable. Right, Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it does go a long right. way. People yeah. want to be appreciated yeah. for the things that, that they do. do. Right. No, I'm not doing it right. so you can say thank you. Right. I'm not doing it so you can say this. But it, you know, it goes a long way. It I makes guess. me feel appreciated. It makes right. me feel loved. Yeah. Makes me feel like you really want to be in this relationship. I think definitely like in dating to me, it should be like off the bat, you know, like you do something special or do something, it should be like, oh, you know, right. like, oh, is this is this part of the package? You know, like is is this what I'm was this what I'm signing up for? You know, so it should it should be. I'm just saying that's just that's just me. Um, but it it is the appreciation definitely makes a difference. It makes a difference in the functionality of the relationship. It allows your spouse to really enjoy. He <laughs> said enjoy what they do for you. You know, right. as opposed to you know I'm just doing this and and they just they just taking it. You know, no thank you. No, you know, man, right. I, that was a good meal or that, man, what you did, I don't know what you threw on that last night, you know, something, just acknowledging. And I'm going I'm to call myself out. I've, I've dropped the ball in a lot of those spaces um, because we go through the motions. We go through the cycle and we miss something. So I got some work to do. <laughs> just leave it at that. All right. We got another one. Oh, uh, there was something I was <laughs> I totally forgot to make a face attack Um... Dang it. Yeah, I have to come back to it because I forgot okay. whatever I was going to say. Um, okay. With it. Okay. Uh, do you ever feel kind of invisible to your partner? Um, I think that's that almost can go into the, the taking for granted um, and the uh, not acknowledging them their, their existence almost is kind of like in sense and sense sometimes it's like using them for what they can do but not loving them for who they are or you know just having it goes to the conversation not 
and I think it happens in a lot of households, you know, you get into the functionality conversations, you know, like, even though we can talk about vision, you know, then we can talk about the future of our children. We can talk about what we're going to do here, what we're doing here, but are we connecting on a intimate level where I see her, you know, because sometimes you can get so used to just the functionality because I think that the biggest uh, falsehood about marriage and when they, people say marriage is like a business, you know, and in, in finances, maybe, but overall, no, you know, because there has to be love and loving stuff has to be happening. Loving between each other has to be constantly happening through words, through affirmations, through conversation, the check-ins as far as how you feeling, how are you doing, you know, did such and such happen? How do you feel about that? You know, and I think it's specific check-ins, you know, not just the overall, because I'm, I'm good for the overall, how you doing today? You know, I can feel it today, but hey, this just happened. You know, how you, you know, yesterday, such and such happened at work. I know we had a day later. How are you still processing what happened? Um, and that shows that I see you. I'm aware of you, your feelings, and what could be going on inside of you. Um, even when there's times of, of trouble happening in the household, and yeah, you're both feeling it, but are you seeing your spouse and checking in with them to see how they're feeling about whatever situation it is? You know, though you may be feeling it, how are they doing? You know, how are they feeling? You know, sometimes it's, I kind of got to put my feelings to the side for a second and just kind of, hey, you know, you're right. You know, I, I know it's a lot. This is a lot. <laughs> we both dealing with a lot. You know, are we checking in with each other? But I think the misconception is that you have to put your feelings aside okay. to make sure that I'm okay. I feel like when, when you're married, in the morning when you both get up, for the day, it should be a competition in terms of who's going to outlive who. Mm -hmm. So when things are bad, yeah. it should kind of be like, listen, this is what we're dealing with. I know this is going on for the family. And I want to know how you're feeling because I'm feeling like this. It's affecting me in this way, this way, this way. But I know it's affecting you as well. So it's important for both of us to be open about how it's affecting us. And I think if, if you take that approach where you're both being able to express how things are affecting you, no one has to feel like I have to suck my feelings in to tend to yours. Or I have to act like I'm not hurt because you're hurting. I think it should be about the same way... Um, I'm avid and aggressive about taking care of him. That should go both ways. Now, the, the kicker here is, though, because we're two different people, my 100% is not going to look like his 100%. Okay. Right? Because we're two different people. So what I, me giving my best is going to look differently. And I can't expect for his best to look like my best. Right. I have to be cognizant of the fact that he is a different person. Right. And I have to be willing to accept his best. Right. And yes, there may be areas where you have to say, baby, I know like 
you you did your best. Um, but I didn't really feel it. And that's a hard thing to have to say, just like it's a hard thing to have to hear. Um, but I think it's in the delivery. And if you really want to be in a relationship where you're not being taken for granted, as well as not taking them for granted, I think you owe it to yourself and to them to be honest about it. Like, you know, birthdays are like the big things. You think that your spouse is going to do A, B, and C, or you want A, B, and C done, whatever. And they do A and B. And he's like, mm, I did that. This was your best birthday ever. You know, like at that point, you owe it to yourself and to him to say, and maybe not right in the moment. Like there's always time for conversation. There's always time to circle back as long as you're alive. I'm not saying in the moment you guys can get this junk out of here. But, you know, I think it's important at some point to say, baby, well, I was kind of expecting this. Or I was kind of hoping for this. Or what you did was great. But, and I know you're like, really? Do you say that to people? Yes. Like, if I can't be honest to the person that I'm married to, then who do I be honest to? If I can't be real and open with him, then of course, there's always going to be um, spaces where we're both taking each other for granted. Because I'm taking for granted that he can read my mind. So every year, when he do the same thing that he think was so great, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've never said anything. Because I'm taking for granted he's supposed to know exactly what I want, exactly what I like, exactly how I like it. Right. I, I'm making a big assumption there. So I have to be able to communicate what I need and what I want, or I'll never get it. Right. You know, and he's just taking for granted, well, hey, she ain't say she ain't like it. Right. Right. I'm gonna do this again next year. Because right. I did that. <laughs> so I think, you know, like, it's important that we both are working just as hard to love and respect and honor each other. Right. It can't be that you're always willing to receive you have to be willing to give yeah. and, and give as much as you receive. Like I've heard people say, oh, they low maintenance. They don't really require a lot. Right, right, right. So yeah. you do the bare minimum. Right. And are they really low maintenance or do they just accept right. that you're never going to give them what they need? Right. So I think sometimes that, that self-examination, that extra moment we take to think about stuff, that's important. If not, you're always going to be taking people for granted. Sometimes you have to ask, babe, did you really like what I did for your birthday? You know, how did you really feel about it? I know I thought it was great. Did you think that I did a good job? Yeah, it's tough. But if, I mean, you're going to get out of your relationship what you put in it. So if, if you put the time and the energy in it, then you'll reap great, great benefits. Definitely. <laughs> um, so listen, yeah, hopefully we've said something or, or discussed something that will help you in your relationship or even your journey to your relationship. And if you're watching the replay, appreciate you. Listen to the podcast, appreciate you as well. Uh, rate review as well. Um, so uh, we're going to get out of here. We appreciate you guys for rocking with us and, and being with us another part of Purpose for Forever. Forever.
<laughs> so we come on every Monday at eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Um, our goal is to have some of our couples on soon to have a group conversation. Oh yeah, it can be a, a touchy one. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we we might have to see the yeah. little group. I don't want to be messing up people's happy home. Right, Fletcher. It is always great when you pop in, Lisa. I'm sure you're probably gone, yes. but I love you, and you were great on the weekend. I watched online. Um, to to the guys that are here every week, Sean. Yes, indeed. You know, you're my dude. Um, I'm sure Lisa probably will see it if she didn't. Um, Trees. Yes. <laughs> appreciate you. So I, we appreciate you guys. Yes. Thank you so much for your continued support. Oh, um, we love you guys. We can't stress that enough. Yes. So, as always. Love intentionally. Love unconditionally. And love on purpose. purpose.